Alright folks, uh, welcome to our third episode, our third installment. This is the Picks and Trips portion of Picks and Trips <laughs> into the Kiss and Cry. I still can't get my head around that name. Well, we, we put in our picks and usually we trip and we'll follow it up in the Kiss and Cry just like they do in figure skating. Um, we are uh, we're making our picks for the uh, World Team Trophy. Uh, an event that's held biennially in Japan uh, at the, through the ISU. Uh, this is being held in Japan. Yeah, for Coca. Um, and we've got uh, we've got six countries: uh, Russia, the United States, Japan, France, Italy, and Canada sending uh, sending entries to the World Team Trophy. Um, those are the countries that qualified for this event, and that was the order, with Russia in first, United States in second, Japan, followed by France, Italy, and Canada. Um, this is a relatively new event uh, in the grand scheme of figure skating. Uh, yeah. It started coming around um, shortly after, I want to say, the 2010 Olympics. They started uh, yeah. pulling this together to get it ready for Sochi, uh, which was the first Olympic version of it, but they had held it before. Um, so, so we're going to break down uh, each event, and then we're going to have to figure out what we think is actually going to happen as far as the, uh, the overall breakdown, because this is not about individual medals. This is about um, uh, national pride and national glory. Um, a lot of uh, entries that were uh, world champions from this year uh, have decided to sit down, um, take a break. They've had a hard-fought year, so uh, without further ado, we'll, we'll uh, take a quick peek at the men's event. Also, just uh, in case you're wondering you're not paying attention, it does take place uh, April 11th to the 14th. Yes, this is coming up hot on our radar as it is... April 8th, so we'll try and get this out as soon as possible so you can hear it possibly before the event happens. Alright folks, so we're going to start with the men's event. Um, we are uh, recording today in uh, Monogram Coffee Roasters in uh, Cambridge, down in South Galt. Um, Just got finished with our um, Kiss and Cry uh, yeah, our Kiss and Cry episode from the Worlds in uh, Worlds 2019. Uh, apologies for the uh, the background noise if there is some. It's uh, we, we've enjoyed a meal and uh, you know people come and go. So thank you for sticking with us and being patient. We're also trying to find a venue to do this, uh, you know, where we can do this and, and enjoy ourselves um, without having too much hassle, hustle, cost at this point. Um, anyhow, into the men's event. Um, We've got some entries here. Um, the the entries for this event, uh, there are 12 men's entries and 12 ladies' entries. In the men's, we have uh, Keegan Messing and Nam Nguyen from Canada. Um, from France, we have Kevin Amois and Adam Xiao Himfa. Uh, Italy, um, I just wrote down, Daniel Grassel, uh, who I'm not familiar with, and Matteo Rizzo who uh, a little more familiar with. He was uh, part of the Olympic team in uh, Pyeongchang yeah. uh, for Italy on the team event. So this is an event that he's familiar with and being a pretty important part of. Um, Japan, Kiji Tanaka and Shoma Uno. Uh, Yuzu taking some time off to heal his ankle. Um, he's had a pretty busy season. So Kiji Tanaka taking a, a step in there for him. Uh, Russia. Um, we have uh, Andre Lazukin and Alexander Samarin. And from the United States, we've got Nathan Chen and Vincent Zhu. So, Cody, who do you want to talk about first in this event? Who stands out to you? Well, we have like a bunch of uh, names we see that are familiar, um, and a bunch that are probably not familiar for you. You said you haven't seen Daniel Grassel yet. Um, he's been in the junior scene this year. Um, I believe did pretty well at the Junior Worlds. Um, basically, to me, like a Mateo 2.0, and that's in the sense that he came up really fast, and he has a triple axle. I believe has a quad toe as well. Uh, yeah, I'm not familiar with him. I am familiar with Mateo. Um, I was really impressed with Mateo's work uh, this year uh, at Worlds. Saw him really high up there in the short program. Got the quad toe in, which... Um, 
I was always kind of miffed to not even see him try it. But, I mean, the, the scoring system is do what you do and do it well. Um, and he was, he was consistent. He was rock solid. Um, one of my takeaways from watching him in Pyeongchang was that he only did triple axel, but he didn't try every jumping pass. So he was not doing the full arsenal of axel, sao, toe, loop, flip, lutz. There were a couple of... Um, couple of takeoffs that he didn't even try uh, and I kind of as I watched his free program would go huh that's interesting um, I think that's more of a technical point standpoint where he knew he wasn't working with the quads mm-hmm. he was trying to backload with those flips and loops and nutses get as many and, points as he could yeah, yeah. it just it um, the, the old school guy in me wants to see everybody working. Uh, you show me that you can do everything. Show me that you you're understand each takeoff. So that was kind of my um, interesting just look at things there. I was like, huh. But I mean, he's, he's come out and he's showing, he's showing some progress and some development. So uh, I'm excited to see what he's going to do with, uh, with that quad and where he's going to go from there. Because he was rock solid with everything uh, you know, at the Olympics. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm just bringing up a few uh, facts, I guess, about Daniel Grassel. He, sure. He came third at Junior Worlds. Okay. Um, he actually did compete senior at a couple competitions this year as well. He came sixth at Europeans, and he won the Nationals over Mateo. Huh. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, he's, he's, he's coming with some, some toys, apparently. He's coming with some, some play. Um, another name I've seen a fair bit is Kevin Amoy's, um, not, not as familiar, uh, the, the French skater. Um, I, I, I haven't really been able to keep up with the French skaters since about Brian Joubert, but again, that <laughs> dates me um, because Brian's been long gone, um, and I know that there's been sort of a revolving door of guys that have taken the, ch- taken the title, but then have moved on. Um, yeah, well, it's like kind of when we were talking about the Russians last, last, so while ago. When we were at Worlds, um, yeah. There's no one that's been consistently up there for France, um, like Joubert has been. Um, we've seen a few of them have success. Um, I'm blanking on some names right now. Yeah, the, uh, the more recent one that I was thinking of was... Um, Oh, now his name's gone. That's it. I've had it. My brain has exploded. Um, he recently retired within the last two years. Yes, yes. I think and we're talking about the same guy. Um, I mean, he did have some success, but definitely not the level of like Brian Joubert. No. Um, There's people screaming at their phone right now. They're driving their car. They're screaming, going, what are you talking about? It's, uh, I've got nothing. I'm sorry, guys. Um, uh, but um, I think the name you're... You're looking at the list here that's not so familiar is Adam uh, Shaohim Fa. Um, yeah. He's been on the junior circuit this year as well. Um, has has the jump arsenal. Um, he, I believe, have seen him do triple axel. Um, came sixth junior worlds, 12th at Europeans. Um, I mean, th- this is nothing to blow your nose at, folks. This is, this is just my, we'll call it ignorance, um, and, and not having seen this name pop up near the top. I mean, usually when I'm picking through results, I pick through, uh, pick through the top few, look for the names that I recognize, and if anybody starts showing up regularly, I can go, oh, yeah, okay, well, let me look a little deeper. Um, but maybe this is a name that we're going to start seeing more. Um, so here's hoping we see more of Adam Shaohimfa. Okay. Um, the, the American entries of um, Nathan Chen and Vincent Zhu um, likely to be big contenders here after a big Worlds. Yeah, they both made it there, uh, first and third. Yeah, uh, um, Nathan's coming off his second World title, Vincent, um, Vincent coming off his first Senior Worlds medal. Um, so that'll be exciting to see what he does in, in his sort of sophomore performance. It's, it's late in the season, to be fair. Um, this event happens well after world some some of the skaters in this event have actually started touring um and doing uh doing other things thinking about show season uh getting a little bit of downtime and relaxation um i'm sure a lot of them have kept training but it makes for a really long year when we talk about starting training um which really is just around the corner like like this is a 12-month sport so for them to, to pick up another event a few weeks after worlds 
is, is uh, it's not easy to do. Um, so I'm, I'm curious to see what happens there. Um, anybody else really stand out to you that uh, should make a little bit of a splash? Um, I'm interested to see these Russians because it's very definitely things you don't recognize. Um, but I mean, the Russian field in any event is always so deep. Um, they always have skaters upon skaters upon skaters. So this is like digging kind of deep into their into their arsenal of skaters, and I think they would do well. Um, I mean, they we have Lazukin who came tenth at Worlds just not even a month ago, and we have Samarin who came twelfth at Worlds, um, and they're accomplished skaters. Um, so I think with a not so deep field and uh, maybe a little pressure off. Yeah. Like exactly. the, the pressure off. They're going to shine a bit here. Hopefully yeah. show what they got. The big event is done. I mean, Worlds, for a lot of skaters, is the big event. This is, I mean, this is still pride on the line, but I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see what happens, especially with some skaters like Keegan, uh, Keegan Messing and Nam Nguyen, um, who didn't have the Worlds experience, I think, that they had hoped for uh, on the ice. I'm sure they had a lot of fun off the ice. I know they're, uh, they're good friends, and I'm sure they would find... Uh, find the fun in just about anything, um, but I think they're maybe looking to finish on a little bit more of a high, so I'm curious to see what they'll pull together, and if Keegan's going to pull out all the stops and put that quad Lutz in, if that's still feeling good for him. Um, yeah, I think they're looking... Keegan fan, like he's... Yeah, oh yeah. And I, the, the personality that comes through, um, just a very genuine guy, uh, I... I, I I've not forgotten. I saw him coming onto the ice uh, when Elage re- retired just over a year ago at Canadian Nationals. And Elage skated the doors off his program, skated everything out. And Keegan, instead of worrying about trying to qualify for the Olympics, went over to give his friend a hug and was like just an absolute sportsman about it, which I, I admire so much. And I, I for that reason, I've, I've always been a big Keegan fan. He just, he has fantastic demeanor in a sport that is very individualized he he embraces the aspect of team so I hope this is a successful event for him I will yeah I've been lucky enough to have the chance to work with uh, work with uh, Keegan but been in the same arena going to nationals at the same time as him or actually I have been on the practice ice with him as well um, before I was his first nationals here actually um, no one really knew who he was who we were all like well, who's this guy that we've never seen a U.S. skater a, yeah, a US skater a triple axel and we're like oh now he planted into Canada yeah he was um, um, and he's just always been such a genuine guy just the, always the life of the party really the, there are there are a few really sweet guys in this sport uh, we've, we've been fortunate to to connect with over the years um, and and he would be one of them maybe Maybe we have to sit down and do a podcast about all the the, the real good guys that we've met um, over the years, um, but that's for another day. Um, um, just a just a little funny story about Keegan. Um, that same practice that we were, I was talking about, where no one knew who he was, he was actually wearing uh, women's skates because from Anchorage, you know, you don't get a whole lot of selection there. He was wearing women's skates with black boot covers, and he was pulling off these triple axles, and we were just like. Who is this kid? And he didn't let them didn't let that bother him. He was still so um, ecstatic and just lively. If you know nothing about Keegan Messing, uh, folks, go go down a rabbit hole on YouTube, watch him. Um, but then find out about some of his other passions and other projects. There's there's some children next to us that are saying no, don't. But I'm telling you, yes, go go uh, find out because he's an absolutely interesting individual. Um, so, Cody, real fast, let's make our picks here to keep things rolling um, for the men's event. Um, how do you see this shaken down as a top five? Yeah, well, I mean, after Worlds, it's hard to deny that, you know, Nathan is not going to take away this one as well, too. I mean, he's been winning everything. Um, so what's, what's another gold medal for him this year? Um, so well, I have, I mean, he's going to do his part. It's, yeah. gonna be, it's, it's, on, it's on the whole team, but he's going to do his part in this event, for right. sure. Yeah, so I have him finishing first. I have Shoma in second, Vincent in third, um, Lazukin in fourth, and Keegan in fifth. 
Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm not far off. Um, I'm gonna go with Nathan, Shoma, and Vincent because I think those guys have had good years. I think Uno is gonna push ahead of Vincent just because he didn't have a great world, but that that's no reason to deny him his uh, his spot. Mateo, I put in for because I think Mateo. Um, I think this isn't a a, a, a tall field, um, but I think he will. Uh, he, this might be an opportunity for him, especially understanding that it's not all on him. He just needs to get up there enough to put his team in contention. I think that'll be uh, within his within his grasp. Uh, and um, and I've, I've actually not got a Canadian in the top five, but I'm going to go with Kevin Amoy's because um, I I don't know something something my gut is telling me that maybe it's this kid. Maybe this is this is the time for him to shine. I, I like Keegan. I like Nam. Um, but that's that's kind of how I'm feeling about it. So uh, curious to see next week how this is all sort of transpired and what uh, what comes of it. All right. So now on to the ladies' event. Um, for the ladies' event, uh, there's again twelve entries, uh, both skate. Um, so. It'll be the, uh, I'm going to guess, the, the, the placements are the points that are going towards each country, and the, the overall points then go to determining which country ends up yeah. on the podium. Yeah, basically, so if you don't know how it works, it's actually, uh, for the women's and the men's, there's 12 entries, so it goes 12 points first, uh, 12th place gets one point, it's that way. Um, points go the, in, in descending in, order. Yes. Um, and for the pairs and dance, it's actually, it starts at 12 and only ends at 7 since there's only 6 teams. Um, the only lowest place team gets 7 points, so. So, a little more at stake because you're not gaining as much ground, uh, from the, the bottom half. Um, so in the ladies event, we've got, uh, got entries, um, from Canada, Elaine Chartron and Gabby Dalman. Um, in, from France, we've got uh, Lorraine Le Cavalier and May Bernice Mete. Um, from Italy, we've got Marina Prieta and Roberta Rodrigo. I think that's how you say it. Again, Rodriguero. I could be very wrong. Yeah, I, your guess is good as mine. I don't know. I'm going to have to talk to some Italian friends of mine. Um, uh, from Japan, we've got Rika Kiyahara and Kaori Sakamoto. Uh, from Russia, Sofia Sam- Samodorova and Elizaveta Toktomasheva, um, which I'm excited to see what she'll do. Yeah. Uh, and from America, we've got Mariah Bell and Brady Tunnell. Uh, again, uh, I think some of the ones that stand out to me, um, uh, Elizaveta Toktomasheva, who yeah. didn't get to go to Worlds. Yeah, she who's got snubbed there, and then she's probably looking to be like, hey, you could have sent me to Worlds and this is what I'm going to show you like I've done. It just tells me that Russian women are like, right now, they're seven deep at the senior level. Oh, yeah. Like, there are seven legitimate contenders at a world level from, from the, uh, the the Russian senior women. It's it's frightening. Um, and you actually just mentioned that uh, you saw a video of her still doing the triple axles while she was touring on Stars on Ice. And Stars on Ice in Japan. She was she was keeping herself sharp so that triple axle look out for it, folks. It's... Uh, it's going to be a thing. It's going to be there. Um, uh, uh, Rika and Kaori, I, I fully expect to be sort of on the rebound from Worlds. Um, neither having quite the Worlds experience they had hoped to. Um, Japan not faring so well in their own backyard, um, which I'm sure was very frustrating for um, for them. I mean, I think they walked away with just the one medal. It was Yuzu. Uh, I believe you're right. No, Shoma, no, Shoma came fourth. Shoma was fourth, so yeah, yeah. They've, they just walked away with the one medal, which I'm sure um, a little frustrating, but... Definitely not what they expected, so they're hoping to finish on a good note, probably. Yeah, this is another event being held in Japan, so they're, uh, they're likely quite excited. Um, some names, again, that, uh, that aren't as familiar, but uh, France, to me, is not typically a deep nation in, uh, in the ladies. I, I, May Bernice, uh, Miti has is familiar. Um, Lorraine Le Cavalier, uh, not a name I recognize. I don't know about I, you. Um, see, I remember her because I remember, I think it might have been last year, a couple years ago, she had that dress 
that actually uh, changed, I guess. So she would have it attached in one way, and she would take off that attachment, and it would become a completely new dress. Um, if you could find her program, I would recommend looking it up. Okay, it's actually it. quite cool. Okay, that's it. I think uh, Cody just sold me on what we absolutely have to do, um, <laughs> which is to get a, an Instagram account uh, to find these videos, and then you can just follow us, and we'll show them to you. Um, we're going to get on that at some point, uh, but like we said, we're not ready for this, so goodness knows we'll be ready for you know that. Um, uh, the Italian women, since Carolina Costner has moved on, um, the, neither of these names seem familiar to me either. Um, so Marina or Roberta, uh, Cody's just digging up some, some background information on them, but uh, neither are looking real familiar. Who have you got here? You've got Roberta up, Cody. Yeah. What, what can you tell me about Roberta? Um, I can tell you she placed 31st at Worlds. Um, 31st, so we're not, we haven't quite seen her in a long program yet either. No, we haven't. Um, I, I'm not even sure who the coaches are. They're all Italian. I'm not really up to date with my Italian skating. I, uh, the Italians have been really big in dance over the last couple of years. They've had some fantastic pairs teams recently. Um, and Carolina Costner. So, um, kind of kind of tough to gauge where that's coming. And do you have anything on Marina? So, yeah, actually she is their junior champion. Okay. Um, so this looks like her like second, third, I would say probably third uh, senior event, okay. uh, which will be interesting. She's trying to make her mark. It's, it's a, you know, one of the great things about this event being so late in the season, it's an opportunity to, uh, to give your, your big stars a, a, a rest, but also an opportunity to get your, your young faces out there. Um, so that'll be interesting because I know they're, they're not the only ones doing something like that. Um, our Canadians, Elaine uh, and Gabby. Um, Gabby, I'm looking to see what she can do. Um, she went from not being on the podium at Canadians to then uh, at Worlds. If you looked at her score sheet and watched her skate, she was looking to include that second triple Lutz, which she wasn't doing at Nationals. And she hasn't actually done before. She hasn't had two triple Lutzes, so she was trying to up her technical content. And she finished 11th, I think, you know, with this extra bit of training, the time off that she took earlier this season, she might be a little bit fresher. She might kind of surprise some folks, just finally bringing it back together uh, towards the end of the season. Yeah, definitely having not done that Grand Prix season, she definitely has some probably fresher legs and most of these girls who have been doing, that's not necessarily maybe the Grand Prix season, but they've been competing since September. Um, yeah, Gabby um, taking time for mental health early in the season to get her, you know, to get her, herself in a place where she feels comfortable and happy to be on the ice. Yeah, so this might be her like peak of training, so we'll, hopefully we'll get to see the best of her. And technically, I mean, she's she has the ability to, to play with the big girls. She's always like she's had it for years. Oh, definitely former bronze, world bronze medalist. Yeah. Um, so I mean, that'll be exciting. I I want to see what Elaine does uh, rebounding from. Worlds, um, probably not her her best moments, but again, uh, she's still trying to find her way at that world level. Yeah, internationally, get... not the greatest success, um, other than junior. But she, I um, mean, she's she comes to play when we're at nationals. Oh she yeah, always a fighter. And I mean, I've seen some stuff that she's done on practices. She's ridiculous. Like <laughs> just her ability to like do just about anything. Some of these big, you know, like these quote unquote big names are doing, but like you know triple loop combination like triple loop on the end combinations triple toe like and like two or three of them in a row she just like whip stuff off so I mean really really interesting um let's see what she can do um Cody where you got your uh your top five or yeah your top five yeah top five so um coming in first I would have Rika Kihira Japanese girl um I had her first on Worlds as well I just think I mean with Necessarily, uh, Alina out of the picture and uh, Susan Bayeva, Medvedeva, Medvedeva um, definitely a clearer path for her. Um, not saying that any of the other girls aren't going 
push her or challenge yeah. her because Tuck Timosheva also has the triple axel. Exactly. Um, but I do still think she has the best chance right now. Um, I do have Tuk Timosheva in second, just like I said. She has that triple axel. She's mm-hmm. a beautiful skater. Um, and looking to make her mark after missing worlds. Yeah, little proof to the Russian Federation for sure. I have uh, the other Russian girl of Samodurova in third, um, and the uh, Japanese uh, Kerry Sakamoto in fourth, and finishing off I have Brady Tanel, the American. Yeah, you're going with Brady. Uh, I went with Brady at Worlds, and it didn't pan out for me so much. Um, she's been on the circuit all year. I think the legs are tired. I mean, she's she's been having a couple of downgrading issues, so she was not in my top five. Yeah, um, well, to me, she's just been uh, a bit more consistent than some of the other names I'm working over here. Um, and really, sometimes you just got to work consistency over that wow factor. Absolutely. You know what? You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Uh, I'm a more, sometimes a little more of an emotional picker uh, when I go with it. Uh, so I, I like to go with a little bit of that, oh, wouldn't this be a great story? Um, but nonetheless, I'm going to go with... Uh, Rika in first, uh, took to Mesheva in second, because I think they are probably the two strongest in this event. I am going to follow Cody's lead a little bit, but I'm going to switch it up. I'm going to go with uh, Kaori Sakamoto in third. Uh, talking about consistency, I think that might play out over Sam Odorova, uh, or who I've got actually in fifth. And I'm going to put Gabby Daleman in fourth. I think that's going to be my, we'll call it Cinderella story. Uh <laughs> For, for the ladies event I, I feel like she's going to get a chance to to jump up there and um, just show the world that she's back that she's she's ready um, an exciting skater very explosive so I, I want to see what she does um, but yeah I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to skip over to Nell on this round <laughs> Alright folks, and into the pairs event, um, uh, there are only six entries in the pair event, um, so they're not sending two, and like Cody mentioned earlier, they're only going from 12 points down to 7 points, so a little more weight uh, in this event as far as value, um, but nonetheless, let's talk about the entries for a second. Um, from Canada, we've got Kirsten Moore Towers and Michael Marinero. Uh, from France... Uh, Vanessa James and Morgan Cipre uh, from it- Italy uh, Nicola Della Monica and Matteo Guaris uh, from Japan Riku Miura and Shoya Ichihasi um, again I'm saying it wrong I know it and I'm saying it wrong <laughs> uh, Natalia Zabiaco and Alexander Enber uh, from Russia and Ashley Kane and Timothy Leduc from the United States um, Cody, who's who's interesting to you, or what what jumps out at you? We're gonna pick all six of these folks, but yeah. Uh, well, I mean, most of these are things we've seen before. I think the only one we haven't seen before is a Japanese team, which I'm just trying to wrap look. your head around for the moment. Uh, I'm just trying to dig some more info on them right now. Actually, um, did junior this year? Um, looks like. It's their first, first senior event. event. Um, Japan not notoriously strong for oh, their pairs. I'm gonna make an amendment to that. It's their second senior event. Second senior event was their first. Um, Golden Spin of Zagreb. Okay. In 2017. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, so this is. Um, it's it's been a while. Yeah. It's, it's been a while. Um, been a while, um, but they are uh, coached by Bruno Marcos. Where are they training? Uh, yeah. Oh, Osaka. Okay, so they're they're they must be going to spend some time in Canada. Um, um, one thing I'm seeing that's pretty interesting. It looks like it's Takeshi Honda's in their coaching team too. Takeshi, um, another one of the, the the good dudes in figure skating. Uh, funny story about Takeshi as uh, my first senior event was the uh, the summer skate in Toronto. It used to be held in Thornhill every year. It's since moved this past year. Uh, yeah, this year was the first year it's been moved. But uh, my first senior event uh, was uh, that 
that event there in uh, in Thornhill and Takeshi because he trained in Barry at the time was skating there as well uh, I had to do practices with Takeshi and he was doing quad flips and I was just up from junior with my triple lutz and I had to actually skate my short program right after him uh, and not nearly the same applause. I'm pretty sure everybody walked out of the rink. Actually, when he was done, they went, all right, it's time to get some popcorn and maybe hit the bathroom while, uh, while whoever this kid is <laughs> hits the ice. Um, so crazy experience to hear it like almost rumble in the building when he got off to crickets while my music started. Um, yeah, that's my Takeshi Honda story. But yeah, that's interesting about the, uh, the Japanese. They're not... Um, not a, a familiar name to either of us. Um, I mean, Japan's not one of those uh, nations that are super known for their pairs or dance. Uh, we've so. had some friends uh, compete in, Jap- yeah, in Japanese one, pairs. Uh, uh, hey, Wes, if you're out there yeah. listening, you better be listening, uh, Wes. It's, I mean, you're, you're one of the reasons we're doing this, dude, so I hope you've uh, picked this up and you've started listening to uh, Picks and Trips into the Kiss and Cry. Um, but, uh, yeah, not... Not um, not a team that we are very familiar with, and honestly, probably not a team that we would peg to come into the come into play here. But it's but interesting to see, like like you mentioned before, they're sending one of the younger teams to get some experience, mm-hmm. open their eyes a little bit. It's always nice to see. Yes, I mean it's it's good for for them to get the experience, and hopefully we will see a turnaround in that because I know the Japanese fans love figure skating, um, and that was something our friend Wes had told us was that oh like you go there and you feel like a rock star because the building is just insane. And actually, I remember him saying as well, um, any music that you can clap to, they're gonna clap to. So that's that was just a fun story because you, I mean you'll see that sometimes here in Canada. Um, especially if they like the skaters, the skaters performing great, but you don't always see it. And he said, you know, like, no one knew me there, but they're all like into the program. It was just cool to hear. So shout out to our Japanese figure skating fans uh, that are out there listening. Thank you for listening, but uh, thank you for being such great fans of the sport. I mean, it it, it looks it always looks like it's better than uh, than the Super Bowl down there. Uh, when you guys have events. So thank you for packing them in and uh, enjoying your skating. Um, I, the, the French team of uh, Vanessa and Morgan, I, I fully expect a, a turnaround from them uh, from, from what we saw at, uh, at Worlds. Um, I expect to see them like shine a little bit more and hopefully feeling happy and healthy and ready to take this one on. Yeah, well, um, Worlds is basically their first hiccup of the season. Yeah. Uh, they've been rock solid. Um, and hopefully their last. I mean, yeah. they've, been, they've been plugging away for a number of years. They, this is, this is their, their era, really. They should, be, uh, they should always be in that conversation. I think they are. I mean, they're in ours. Yeah. That's <laughs> what we're having. How meta is that? Um, but, yeah, I think, uh, I think they're going to have a big rebound. Um, hopefully a great skate. I, I know a couple of years ago they did uh, the Sounds of Silence for their free skate and they didn't have it go the way they wanted to at Worlds. But I know the video from World Team Trophy was just beautiful. Like they were lights out amazing. Um, so I'm, I'm hoping that they use this event to sort of right the ship and, and go into next season feeling, feeling like it wasn't all a loss. Well, I know one thing they always bring to the table is that great skating ability they have, you know. Um, like I knew you mentioned that Sounds of Silence program, it's a powerful piece of music, and they skate it well. And just, just for clarification, those who haven't seen it, we're talking about the, uh, the disturbed Sounds of Silence, not Simon and Garfunkel. Um, it, uh, yeah, a little bit, a little bit deeper... Um, in its in its sound, um, really rich. Um, but the music is beautiful. But the the skating was just another world. Oh yeah. Really. Um, Zabiak on Ember coming off of a world a world podium finish. Yeah. Uh, that should be interesting to see how they they continue on with that because I know they had great success. They've been one of those consistent teams. Oh yeah. Just like held outside. So I think this is another team that's coming into their their era of being in contention yeah they're, they're finally realizing hey we got this we're we can get this like we're gonna 
try and go for the top each time. I, I think that's that's what we're going to start to see from them is that they're going to be uh, they're going to be playing. And because China doesn't have an entry, we're not going to see the world champions of Sui and Han. Um, so it kind of opens up a little bit of a, a different look at the the event. Uh, the Canadians, more Tower and Marinero, um, not having their world experience go the way they wanted it to. Um, Always one of our favorites, though. I, we said it on the World's podcast, um, but we I mean, big fans of Mike and Kirsten. Um, like Kirsten's just a bundle of joy, and Mike Mike is Mike's just a good dude. Uh, Mike, I know you're not listening, but should anybody push this in your direction? Uh, we love you, buddy. Uh, wish you all the best. Hope you're going to have a great time in Japan again. Um, and, you know, whenever you're back in Ontario, come bug us. Um, the, uh, the Italians, Della Monica and Guaris, uh, not a team that had been on my radar prior to maybe the Olympics, but really, like, caught my attention. How good both Italian teams were in Pyeongchang. Um, and showing that maybe there's there's something else to be done there because uh, Italy's also pretty rich in their roller skating um, yeah well, roller skating is a lot bigger in Europe than it is anywhere in North America <laughs> yeah I looked into it folks I was like I'm going to start another career no I'm not <laughs> um, but um, yeah they're definitely always overshadowed by uh, Valentina and Andre yeah I mean um, but Definitely want to keep an eye out for it, right? Like I said, former roller skating world champions. Um, the, solid, the, solid stuff. They come with a, an interesting skill set, and for those who haven't stumbled down that rabbit hole of, of roller skating, figure skating, um, also really interesting to watch the similarities and the slight differences, especially in the lifting, because I find that the lifting is actually far more... Um, Interesting. They and have some interesting lifts there, I'm pretty sure. I've watched some videos and went, we should adapt that. Is there any way we can <laughs> do this? Mind you, they do a lot more rotations in their lifts. A lot more rotations. Um, which I know, Cody, you'd love. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but I think the strength of, of being able to do that um, and hold it up for the extended rotation, because that's not easy on the upper body, I think that... Um, that that uh, that gives them certainly a, an advantage over some of our, our other pair teams makes them just maybe a little bit stronger because I think I, I can't imagine that roller skates give the same bite against the like the floor that our blades do against the ice to give them that stability to pick up a lift so he's got to be pretty pretty stable on his feet and pretty jacked up top you say that but I remember hearing stories um, from when I or choreographers Michelle Wheeler, uh, sorry, Michelle McDonald Wheeler, uh, telling me stories about Kurt Brown and how he would just put on some roller skates right before competition and pop off a triple axel, triple axel, just for fun. I, I, I'm going to go and, and I'm going to check on Michelle with that one because Kurt doing a triple axel is like, maybe, like maybe, it's like me doing a loop jump. It's maybe maybe it wasn't good. a lutz, but it was, it was a triple. I, I, I have heard stories, uh, and I read actually in Kurt's book, um, that when he had his surgery in 92, that he was um, told he wasn't allowed to jump for, for months. Uh, they are trying to get his back, back in order after uh, nationals and getting him ready for worlds and the Olympics, and uh, they put him in hockey skates to stop him from jumping, and it didn't. Uh, he was still trying like double axles in hockey skates, and so it was just like, okay, you got to knock this off. Um, it's been a while since I read that, but that was the takeaway. I, I mean, it's been a while. It's up there, though. I remember reading that going, yeah, okay, I believe that, because I know what it's like when you've been injured. But, uh, yeah, no. Um, these, yeah, the Italians, I think, are, are a pleasant surprise, because I think they bring, like, an added, uh, you know, just, just an added depth to the field that makes it more about just the Chinese and the Russians and... Well, I'm going to say the Canadians, because yeah. I'm always a big fan of Canadian pairs. Uh, but I think I think they uh, they just add a little spice to the soup where where it'll be interesting. But Cody, where do you think this is going? Yeah, so I um, my picks are a little different from yours. I actually have the French team still in first. Um, I know world doesn't for them, but I'm still having them first. 
Second is the Russian Zabriako Envert. Third, Canadians of Chris and Mortalis, Mike Marinaro. Fourth, the Americans, uh, Kane and LeDuc. Uh, fifth, uh, Nicole Delamonica and uh, Matteo Grise. Um, and since there's only six of them, we'll include that sixth, and it's going to be the Japanese of Moira and Ichihashi. Yeah, well, I, I'm going to, yeah. Ichihashi, we're going to say that's what it is. I'm going slightly different. I'm going with Zabiako and Ember uh, in first, and James and Cipre in second. I just think Zabiako and Ember are coming maybe a little bit with more swagger after that world Global podium finish. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of where I'm digging it. Uh, Della Monica and Guarice, I've got them in third. It's not that I don't like more Tower and Marinero, um, but I, I, I feel like this is kind of um, maybe a chance for them to pop up. Maybe a chance for them to be like a little bit more in the mix, and I think they have they have been in the mix now, but they're going to be in that 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 next stage down from that top end. Yeah. So I think that they're going to be they're going to be around. Um, more towers and Mariner in fourth, Kane and Leduc in fifth. Um, again, I'm just not excited about American pairs. Though. I just I can't do it. I'm sorry, buddy. Um, and then again, uh, the young Japanese team of Moore, Mura, and Ichihashi in uh, sixth. Um, but we'll see. Yeah. This is this is the picks and, and trips. We'll find out just who tripped harder. <laughs> okay, so we're into the dance event um, to round out World Team Trophy. Um, Again, six entries. We've got from Canada, Weaver and Poget. Uh, from France, uh, Papadakis and Cizerin. Um The Italians of Guinard and Fabry. Oh, Cody's having some technical issues getting into his phone to, to check out his uh, entry list here. Um, the Japanese team of Komatsubara and Coletto. Um... Uh, the Russians are Sinitsina and Katsapalov. Katsalov. Katsalabov? Sure, let's go with it. And the Americans are sending Hubble and Donahue. Um, again, the, the, the thing that jumps out to me is because Japan is not typically known for its strong dance event, um, the, the team that, that says, hey, who are you, is... Uh, Komat Subara and uh, Coletto. Now the Coletto seems to ring a bell for you. Yeah, it was just one of those things. Like like we mentioned, we have we've had friends escape for Japan, mm-hmm. um, friend Russell Killing, um, and he's he's a white dude. So you know, escaping for Japan, he sticks out like a sore thumb. And, and he's so, like six feet tall, so I mean, yeah, he's like a, a really big guy. So it's um, it was just I recognize that name because. He skated for Japan, and Tim Kaleido skates for Japan. He's a white dude as well, really tall white dude. So they got along, and it's always that, hey, we stick out. Let's just stick together. Well, it's a friend of a friend kind of thing, right? Yeah. And and it's fortunate that we've uh, we've been close enough to uh, to to some people over the years that just happened to to really pick some interesting things to do uh, and pl- interesting places to skate. Um, I'm, I'm curious to see what happens with Weaver and Poget, um, not just at this event, but beyond this season. Because um, I know they went from world bronze medalists last year to fifth in the world again this year. Um, and it's not blowing my nose at fifth in the world. Um, but they're also, they're also not spring chickens anymore. Um, and I'm wondering whether or not they've got it in them to run uh, to the next Olympics to be that top Canadian team competing at the Olympics and if, if that's really where their interests lie or if they have you know things to move on to um, they, uh, I, I'm, I know this year has been an emotional year for them and they've, they've done some fantastic things with the Thank You Canada Tour instead of the Grand Prix Series and, um, and their, their free program uh, in honour of uh, the late Dennis Ten um, is beautiful uh, but I don't know what's going to drive them forward from here if they don't start seeing the, the results and the respect they, they probably earned over the years. I mean, they've paid their dues. Um, yeah, for sure. Looking um, for that world title. Well, it's like you said, like, um, 
they took some time off this year to do some shows. Uh, thank you, Canada Tour. And they found some fantastic stuff to do. I don't know oh, yeah. how much you watched it. I watched it twice um, on, on television at home. I Again, I, I said this before on the... Uh, the, the world's one. I have a, a young daughter at home, so getting out of the house was not going to happen. Um, but I got to watch it uh, once kind of on my own and then once again with my wife. And so, you know, like I really like the choices they made. They typically don't make, um, they make very artistic choices. Uh, but I find that, like, when it comes to drawing an audience, it's always, it's a little bit tougher. Uh, you really have to buy into what they're doing. And I often don't always buy in, but they've made some really cool stuff with the Thank You Canada Tour. And I think that would help them going forward. So I'd like to see them go on and embrace more of that going into next year. Um, and it would make them, like, I, I think it would give them that, that richer edge. I mean, if, if you watch Chalk and Bates or Hubble Donahue, uh, through the states, they were not only engaging like artistically and, and technically, but they were they were drawing the audience in. Yeah, they uh, had they, that. They picked very flashy music that gets 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 people out of their seat, and uh, I think that would be if, if they could find something that fit them for that. I think it would be great. Yeah, they had that extra showmanship that just wants you to keep watching. The American flash and like the flash and pizzazz. They're they're all you know. Stars and stars and stripes, baby. Yeah. <laughs> um, who else stands out in this uh, this field to you? Uh, well, I mean, the the Italians of um, Bernard and Fabri. And Fabri. Um, probably a name you don't recognize. Uh, always been overshadowed by. Once again, I'm blanking out by the names here. Yeah, um, there is there is the. Oh, they were they were beautiful and they were so cute. Oh, they were the Italians. They beat uh, Caitlin and Andrew in 2014 for the world title by .02. Why is my brain such a mess? Um, and uh, were very successful over the years. Yeah. Um, so they just wrapped up their their career in their home country of Italy at the Worlds. Yeah, last year. Um, but yeah, they've always been overshadowed by them and. They've always been a team that's been kind of just sneakily behind. Um, I believe I just had their stats up. Give me one second here. Yeah, um, I'll afford you that second. Um, well, we'll talk about the, some of the obvious things uh, that are there with Hubble and Donahue being a very strong team, uh, finishing third of the Worlds. Uh, Sinatina and Katselopov uh, finishing second, and the World Champions, they're now three-time World Champions? In Papadakis and Cizerin. That makes sense to me. Seems to check out three, three times. Yeah. Either way, um, like a brilliant, a brilliant French team. Um, I, I was saying this to Cody earlier. I don't know if I'll, they'll ever be discussed in the same way as a, um, a Tessa and Scott. Um, who kind of overshadowed them for the two years that they came back. Yeah. Um, but the, Tess and Scott's career obviously being much, much longer over the spanning th- like over three Olympics and now they're working professionally in their 21st yeah. year together. Um, <laughs> I, but, I, I think though like Tess and Scott were just exceptions to the skating world where they just made such a big impact and such a big splash. Um, it mentioned in the same breath with the, uh, oh, now, wow, we're getting too late in the day. Um, Torval and Dean, I, I think that when we talk about the most brilliant dance dance teams in history, uh, Tess and Scott, Torval and Dean, uh, I mean, you can you can add from there, but the, um, the, the epic, um, iconic names in ice dance, those are them. Um, I don't know that that um, Papadakis and Scissor, even though they've got a remarkable track record, yeah. um, are going to be mentioned in that same breath. I just don't find them as engaging. They're beautiful, they're classic, but again, I don't know if they make the choices that make me go, yeah, I gotta watch that. Like, I think back to when Tess and Scott came back and they did their short dance to Prince. Oh yeah, that was super fun. I had to, I had to watch it. Not only did I have to watch it, I had to make 10 people watch it. <laughs> more than once where I sat them down opened my phone and went dude are you watching this are you watching every level of this and I don't see the same depth and what blows my mind is they've been training together 
but I don't see the same attention to detail. They've had the fortune, like the, maybe the misfortune, to work alongside them, and and to see it. But I don't know that they've taken the same steps that Tess and Scott had to build such a rich program that was so deeply layered. Like I said, we've been spoiled with Tess and Scott, and especially us being Canada, we've seen them not just the senior level or international stages, we've seen them for many, many years now. And yes. even from a young age, from junior, they were just junior. that exceptional. Forget it, go back, go back. When they were kids, like, I can remember going to dance events, uh, like at competitions, like regional stuff. Yeah. And like, they were, they were already that team at a very young age. And I know, like, I was really fortunate when I was uh, getting into my, like, we'll call it elite competing, getting to go to nationals, uh, being part of the Western Ontario team uh, and getting to travel to things like nationals with them and see their, their success grow, um, even in those young... And you knew they were something else. Like, you knew then that they were something else. So, yeah, you're right. You were probably a little bit spoiled. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't, like I say, I don't think that those guys, while they're the best in the world and they're undisputed, I just don't see them being brought up in the same breath. And so, um, I'm just going to bring it back to Italians here. At the yeah, 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 now that you've got it. Um, sure. Uh, in the last four years, they've actually had three top ten finishes, and that one year that they didn't, it was 11. So they've been, they've been up there, sneakily, just at the cusp. And so I think... Okay. There's a few teams, like I said, Tessa Scott out of the picture for now and a smaller field. They're going to sneak up there and... You say out of the field for now as though you think you know they're coming back. Do oh, you have no. some inside info? No, have inside I have info? no idea about that. Okay. But I guess skating. skating, people come back and all the time. They took a year off after the Olympics in Sochi, right? And they came back. Well, I, you know, only time will tell. Exactly. Um, I, I think they've moved on, but that's not what we're here to discuss. All right, so the Italians, yeah, they're they're certainly an interesting team, and, and with with a, again a proven track record that they can play with the big boys um, in that in that area. Um, I think that rounds out our, our our six. We've touched on everybody. Who do you is is there anything else you want to say about this this remarkable lineup? And no, then let's get to our no, picks. yeah. <laughs> Cody, how do you see this thing shaking down? Yeah, so um, unlike the pairs event where I don't think we had uh, a same pick except for the sixth, um, I think it's pretty cut and dry between both of us. Uh, first, I have the French team, Papadakis, Cicero. Um Second and third, I, I've, I've been flip-flopping the whole time which one I wanted to put in, in stone. Um, I think I finally made a decision okay. for now. Um, I have Sunitsa and Katsapalov in second. Um, they came second worlds. They're, they're looking to say, you know what, hey, we didn't just get lucky. We're, uh, we're here and we're here to stay. You know? Yeah, dance is a performance art and you know, having a little bit of confidence goes a long, long way. Um, third, I have Hubble Donahue. Once again, third, third at uh, the, pre- the worlds that just happened. Um, how a good track record, mm-hmm. you know, American champs. Um, and then fourth, I have Riva Poget, fifth, uh, Guinard and Fabry, and then to round up the top six, or the whole event, I have the Japanese, um, like, I'm having trouble reading Billy's, uh, That's all right. here, so I'm We're just gonna, gonna go, go with the Japanese team, uh, Komatsubara and Coletto. there we go, okay. Um, yeah, mine, again, very, very similar, but we're slightly different in one, two placings. So I'm going with Papadakis and Cizeron, and then I'm going Hubble Donahue. I think their, uh, their flash is going to come up a little bit, and maybe Sinatina and Katsapalov uh, are just going to drop down a little bit. Uh, then Weaver Poget, and then we're going to see Gennard and Fabry, and then uh, Komatsubara and Coletto in sixth, so... Um, that's kind of how we're seeing the dance of it uh, shimmy down. Um, but again, only time will tell. We'll see. Uh, we'll see in a couple days. Okay, because this is a World Team Trophy event, there will be a. Uh, 
call for national pride, right? So it's one one set of medals for each country. Um, so uh, it's it's not like you know winning winning gold in your event guarantees that your team wins gold. So kind of looking at the overall. Um, Cody and I have made picks uh, for the six placements on each country. Um, Cody, tell me what you're thinking. Yeah, so I have uh, Russia in first, Japan second, USA in third. Um, that rounds out the podium. France in fourth, Canada in fifth, and Italy in sixth. Um, I mean, Russia, I have, I'm pretty sure I have names up there in the top five for each one of them. Hard to these dance pairs overall, yeah. they're pretty well rounded. So hard to deny them that first place. And I think you said as well, coming into the World Team Trophy, they had the highest qualification. They are ranked first coming in, so that's not uh, it's not too far off. I think it's a very educated guess. <laughs> um, uh, just to be, you know, a little different, um, which is an understatement for exactly who I am. Uh, but I'm going to go with the United States in first. I don't know that they're necessarily as strong, but hey, you know what? Um, they're strong in dance, they're strong in men's. Uh, the ladies and, and the pairs really don't have to do as much heavy lifting. Uh, they just have to be close. So, I mean... Well, that's essentially why I had Japan second, right? Um, Absolutely. Pairs and dance, they still get seven points if they come in last. You come last in singles, that's only one, right? Yeah. So, um, and they're pretty strong there with their singles, so I'm, I'm thinking they're going to carry them throughout the competition. Well, you're entitled to your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, Russia in second uh, because they're so deep in every field. Uh, Japan, I'm going to pop them in third because they're going to be so strong uh, I, I, I'm, I'm banking on them being strong in the singles events that uh, their predicted last place finishes uh, in, in pairs and dance aren't that frightening. Again, we're still uh, enjoying our time here at Monogram Coffee Roasters in Cambridge. Uh, and, and I promise you that scream is not because of uh, our, our opinions, our picks, or anything to do with us. Um, in fourth, I've also got France fifth uh Canada and sixth, I've got Italy. Um, and honestly, just from a personal standpoint, uh, it's tough to put Canada that low. Um, it, it is heartbreaking to see that they were coming in last. Especially knowing that we've had some success at World Team Trophy and these types of events as well. Yep, but we're, we're in a rebuilding phase here in Canada, um, bringing in new and fresh talent um, to, to join these, these areas. So... I can't wait to see uh, what comes in the in the next few years. This is the first of uh, three years without an Olympics, so it, I mean, the reality of our sport is that we're always trying to build our teams towards the Olympic Games. And while these events mean something in the year, um, I mean that is the overall scheme of things is that we're looking at when do we have our success at an Olympic level, uh, because that is considered the biggest stage. Yeah. Um, so. Right now we're growing, and uh, that'll be exciting to see. Um, we've we've got a little bit of a break after this event. Um, we started really late, and this is a poorly timed idea. Uh, but we figured that over the summer, maybe maybe we'll just pop in once a month with a, a, a conversation, so that you guys can get to know us a little bit better. Yeah, and if we end up doing setting up that uh, Instagram, uh, we could just talk about the videos we've seen and what. Absolutely. Yeah, like, like There's some yeah, nifty stuff out there. Uh, I know this year we've seen some really funky stuff uh, and some cool stuff as, as we've seen uh, very, very young skaters accomplishing some pretty impressive feats. Uh, and we've also seen uh, uh, just new stuff, new unique stuff, and we're also in, in the hunt for the first quadruple axle. Um, <laughs> And or quintuple, or or quintuple jump. I mean, it's going to be interesting to watch people try, um, and you know, leave their mark on the sport. Um, so, lots of interesting stuff happens over the summer, and uh, we're going to be trying to, to share that with you. But also, uh, I think maybe get a chance to to get to know maybe where our tastes are, and, and maybe we can surprise you guys from time to time. But. Uh, uh, I know that I would like to share kind of what I grew up in at some point uh, and the, uh, the experiences I had in skating and how it's formed my opinion of, of the sport right now. 
and I'd love for Cody to do the same because yeah. we come from very different uh, generations, but also uh, very different geographic areas. So it'll um, maybe help you understand a little bit about why we make the picks we do and what we're emotional about and what we can be very <laughs> clinical about and walk away from things at times. Yeah, and getting, getting to know less better. That way, you know, like, who are these two random dudes that just think they could tell me what's good and what's bad? I mean, anybody can tell you what they think. Um, I'd like to think that we can back ourselves up. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, this is all in good fun. Um, and we'd like to, you know, start finding a way to include you in the conversation. So, um, uh, lots for us to do in the coming months. Uh, and we'll be looking to get back to you sooner than we did uh, after Worlds <laughs> to get you out a podcast on World Team Trophy as soon as it wraps up. So hopefully, uh, middle of next week, we should have something put together. I say that now just to simply to give myself a deadline to get off my butt and get it done. Um, <laughs> But uh, for now, uh, I'd like to thank you for listening. Thank you for taking the time. Uh, I'm Billy. This is Cody. And ice is slippery.